explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Welcome, everybody, to the program. This is the Joel Mahalik Show, and I am Joel Mahalik. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad everybody's here. I'm glad you tuned in. I'm glad you downloaded. I'm glad you found me. So I am glad for all those things. Happy weekend, happy Sunday, happy end of the week, and bad news, tomorrow's Monday. Isn't that a kick in the pants? (laughs) Back to the grind. Oh, man. It is so good to be here, though. It's so good to get back on the air after a week. You know, sometimes I just like to get onto the air. I just like to get behind the microphone because I can do things. I can have this relationship with you. I I can talk to you. I feel like I can talk to you. So I will. I will for about 60 minutes. (laughs) So that's what we'll do. Hey, listen, I want to thank you for tuning in. Because you're probably tuning in by going to joelmahalik.com. That is joelmahalik.com. That's where everything happens. And uh, you can also, you will see if you're visiting that site. And I imagine you are because you went there and you hashtag just press play. You can actually get the other podcasts. You can go back and look at all the history and download them, listen to them, put them onto your device. I mean, I... Not to sound narcissistic, but I have mine on my iPod. On my iPod. <laughs> on my iPod. I'm not. All right, I'm old, but <laughs> on my iPhone. I have them on my iPhone. The RSS feed from Apple, so I can listen to the show whenever I want. And I do. You know, I, I, I'm that kind of guy who listens to my own program. And I'm looking for pockets of uh, areas of improvement, pockets of improvement that I can do on the show. Also online, the rest of the places you can find me online would be would be uh, Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at WQYB Radio. So uh, they are the places where you can communicate with me. And I will tell you later on when we do the Wombat of the Week later on in the show how you can communicate with me uh, with your Wombat stories. So if you've been listening to the show, you know how to do it. Just do it. And if you're new to the show, then later on I'm going to tell you how you can get involved with the Wombat of the Week segment. Which, by the way, I believe I have two tonight. I know that sounds odd because I'm saying, I'm here, right? I'm here. I'm here with you for the next 60 minutes. And I'm I'm saying to you, I think I have two tonight. So I don't know what that says about me. Some of you may hear that and go... "Eh, this guy's not even prepped. And guess what? I'm probably not. I, I do most of this stuff right off the cuff. I'm just sitting down and having a conversation with you. Isn't that cool? <laughs> so, I'll tell you why I'm glad it's Sunday and why I'm sad tomorrow's Monday. Because I had to work 
six days this week. I had to work yesterday. And yesterday I had to actually go to New Jersey and work. I mean, of all places, right? Uh, actually, I had to go down to Cape May to work. So, it's Saturday, end of July, summertime. Had to work in Cape May. So, it's not my favorite drive. Because I'm already cautious and careful, and I talk to you about that all the time when we talk about bad drivers and bad drive-in. So, I'm extra cautious. So, I, you know, you have that. So, that makes it a longer ride as it is. And then, you have a lot of wombats on the road. And I thought, you know, I would get an early start, get down there, maybe beat that traffic. I didn't. I, I did for about three quarters of the ride, and maybe even less than that, maybe about half the ride. And then I smack dab into it. And thank, thankfully to um, my friend and my mentor, whom I was going to do some work for, uh, talked to him, and he actually uh, guided me around the mess. Cost me a few miles, but saved me a few, uh, obviously a few minutes in traffic headaches. Free sound effects, folks. That's me drinking my homemade sweet tea made by the lovely Sharon. So, uh, so I had to go down there and uh, work yesterday, and it was about a 10-hour day there, plus four, four and a half total driving hours. So, that kind of day. Um, and so I'm glad today's Sunday because... I didn't have any work to do today, so that was nice. So I got some work done. I did uh, some weeding for the wife, so I got to go outside and do some stuff. And got a few things done here in the house. And all kind of relaxing type stuff. But then tomorrow, it's back to the grind. So when you see those memes popping out all over social media on Sunday night about Mondays, man, that's... I giggle with them because, wow. It's true. We're not saying we don't like where we work, or maybe some people do, I don't know. But weekends are so short. Weekends are so short. And actually, what I wanted to say was, the reason I'm saying, the reason I'm boring you, and no, I really hope I'm not boring you, but (laughs) my point is I read an article this past week that was talking about New Zealand and how, I think it was like 15 years ago, they developed or instigated... Instigated? No, 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 that's the wrong word. That's the wrong word. Let me check my vocabulary. They integrated the four-day work week. Monday through Thursday. With a three-day weekend. And the people are so overjoyed. They said that the quality of life and the quality of family time is just such a big thing in New Zealand. And this could work here. Why would we not even think about that? You know, we're like the only country that uh, it, it's like slaved through five, you know a five day work week. Or you know, I'm, I'm not complaining about a forty hour work week because I would do four ten hour days if I could have a three day weekend all the time. Which, and then, of course, when we have the the holidays on Monday, which turns into a four-day weekend, that would be cool. It would improve my um, inner self. It would improve my family time. It would improve my personal time. I would feel much better. I would put in the 410s, although a lot of countries 
have gone away from the 40 that brought it down to 36. I think I think Spain is like a 26-hour work week or something like that. So, you know, which is considered full-time. So, all these different things when you read about what other countries are doing. And then it's it makes you wonder, hey, why? Why can't we do that here? We should be able to do that here. Think about that. You know, imagine I don't know, because now it's four and three instead of five and two. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. I gave you the first way, which is, wouldn't it be nice to have a three-day weekend? But now look at it this way. I just dropped my pen. I needed my pen. Think of it this way, folks. Four and three. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much matched. I mean, think if you had four four days on, four days off. Some jobs do that. Forget the seven-day week. Some jobs, paramedics, a lot of people in the medical field, they'll do four days on, four days off. Three days on, four days off. Or, or some sort of rotation thereof. So think of it that way. You're working four days, you're off three days. You're almost off. You're off almost. Almost off, off almost. Almost off, off almost. I like it both ways. You're off almost as much as you work, as many days as you work. And so I think it gives you better personal recuperation time too. Work four, have off three. Man, that's amazing. So if you look at it from the seven-day week, but again, there's a lot of professions that don't count it as a seven-day week. They just do these kinds of rotations anyway. But that's part of the thing, right? I'm in the technology field. I know some people who work for data centers, okay, and they're three days on, four days off. You know, they put in 36 to 40 hours, somewhere between 36 and 40, oops, excuse me, by working 12-hour days, which is which is actually one of the reasons why I won't work for a data center, because there's only two shifts in a data center, 12 to 12 or 12 to 12. <laughs> I don't like either one. So, But they're working three on, four off. So they're actually off more than they are working by one. What I'm saying is if we can do the Monday through Thursday thing, we would be off almost as much as we work. That gives you a lot of freedom to revive. You know, you get that extra day. As it is, we have two days. If I if I get a weekend where I don't have to work my second or third job, right? So if I get the weekend off, I got two days. And I count Friday night. In my mind, this is what goes on in my mind. I get home from work on Friday. I got nothing to do all weekend. Friday night, I'm up real late on Friday and sometimes Saturdays. Because Friday night to me counts as one of those days. And I want to do things. If I do nothing else than just vegetate on the couch and watch TV, I'm doing something. And that's how I look at it. Now, I'm... and. I, it may sound weird, I don't know, and it's okay if it sounds weird, but that's kind of what is going on in my head. So Friday night isn't day. So <laughs> my mind's already thinking like I got three, but I really don't. It's a bait and switch. <laughs> I'm doing my own bait and switch on myself. <laughs> so, but we could do that, man. Um, I'm actually, to be quite honest with you, Uh, I'm actually in a position at work where I probably could do that. I'm in this great position 
at work where if I if I said, well, I'm going to do Monday through Friday, 40 hours, and then my assistant could do, I'm sorry, Monday through Thursday, my assistant could do Tuesday through Friday, we would have our division covered all five work all five days, and both of us would get four days on, three days off. So I am I'm toying in my head with the idea of bringing it up to my boss and see if something like that, you know, would go. Of course, I don't want then other people to find out. Oh, how come he can work for it? You know what I mean? And that's probably as I tried to think ahead of, at what they would say if I even bothered asking. That comes up in my mind as them saying, how do we explain this to everyone else? And everyone else is going to want one. Well, you know what? Then give everyone else four days, three off. Why not? Stagger it. If you have more than one person in any department, which you do, you can do it. Put everybody, split them up, get them all on staggered schedules. Your department's covered every day of the week and everybody's getting that better quality of life. I don't think it's a bad idea. Do you? So, that was my thought process on that. I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, another big thing about today, uh, by the way, I'll timestamp the show. It is the 29th of July. And it's also, today, is the Internet's most famous mini schnauzer, Molly's 7th birthday today. So, our fur baby turns seven today, and every birthday is very, very precious to us, because we almost lost her when she was one, uh, due to um, a, 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 a thing that happens with um, miniature schnauzers and their, their bellies, and she developed stones, bladder stones, and uh, things could have gone a lot differently, Um and they didn't. Uh, so every birthday is very precious to us. And today is her seventh. So happy birthday, Molly. I know you can hear me. I'm just kidding. I, I, I know she can hear me through the door. An amazingly smart dog. Amazingly smart. I can't say this very loudly, but when we go to the beach, she knows. She knows and can't wait to get in the car and go. It's amazing how smart these dogs are. Amazing. So, a big, big, big happy birthday shout out to Miss Molly. So, uh, okay. Anyway, any hoozy waddy. Um, tonight, as I said, I got a double wom- I got a double wombat for you coming up. Also tonight, I want to talk about infrastructure. I'm going to go back a little bit to the conversation uh, about yesterday traveling for work into New Jersey. But <clears throat> the more I thought about when I was developing the topic about infrastructure, the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, this is more than New Jersey. But my gosh, was it terrible yesterday. Um, so I want to talk about that. And I want to talk, I got I got a lot I want to crunch in because I also want to talk to you about robots, AI, and I want to talk to the gamers. I got something to tell the gamers that I read this week that I think is pretty freaking cool. Of course, I'm a gamer. And so I, I I think it's cool. So I got all that coming up. Don't forget, joelmaholic.com. That is the website where you can go and hang out with me virtually. Uh, don't be coming to my front door. And also on Facebook, find me at JM Talk. And on Twitter, you can find me at WQ 
YB Radio. Later on, when we do the Wine by the Week, I'm going to tell you how you can get involved with the Wombat of the Week. You can get involved. I'm going to tell you, if you're new to the show, how you can do that. And if you're not new to the show, uh, where are your entries? I mean, if I can find, I can find 100 in a week without even looking. I need your entries, folks. So please, I'll share again tonight how to get them in, and then you can get them in. So uh, I'm going to hop out of here. Uh, got to take a drink. And so for 90 seconds, you listen to this, and I'll be back right afterwards. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik. I'm all thumbs today. <laughs> I had stuff. I, I'm responding to a text from my producer, Mr. Tony Richards, uh, I, I, trying to take a moment during the break to, to multitask, which I should know better than to try to you know chew bubblegum and walk at the same time. And my, I have fat finger syndrome, and uh, I, I caused a fat finger meltdown on my phone and shut down things that I needed for the broadcast. This is digital, man. We are in the digital world and much of what I'm doing behind the scenes is, is digital. Okay. So anyway, joelmaholic.com. That's the website where you can go and get in touch with me and all the social outlets that I'm on. Plus the blog where I do the op-eds news page, which I need to update. I'm sorry. And, uh, you can also get the show. Obviously you can go there and the most recent show is always at top. Even if I'm when I'm live, it's at the top. Hashtag just press play. Uh, so you can also get the rest of the shows. You can download them. You can sign up for the RSS. Uh, you can get it through Apple. You can get it through Castbox. You can get it through Spreaker. There's all kinds of places. Find me on Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at WQYB Radio. So that's the biz out of the way. That's the biz. Alrighty, so okay, that's going to be down to okay. So I'm trying to ta- no, <laughs> trying to watch my show clock time and not doing very good at it, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, okay, I got like three things to minimum I like to get in before the next break. And talk to you about, and so I want to start with the infrastructure thing. So I told you I was working in New Jersey, and I was, you know, I was going to apologize for uh, uh, in lieu of to my New Jersey listeners, but then I thought to myself, no, I'm I'm on your side here. But so I had to go over there. Now I have to, I have to go from Delaware uh, to Cape May County. So uh, basically, I'm going over the Delaware Memorial Bridge, and then I go forty. 55, 47, down to the beach, right? 
So that's the that's the path of travel. And so I'm driving yesterday, and my truck's taking a my truck is taking a beating. It is literally taking a beating on these roads. I don't know why. I mean, I go down there like three times a year, and I don't know if things keep getting worse or if I just don't recall. But it was bad. I don't recall a good section anywhere of road on that trip. My truck today, ladies and gentlemen, I have an ice pack on the crown of the roof right above the... Because it's got a really big headache from being bounced around on these roadways. Cracks and potholes and uh, construction zones. I mean, you name it. My poor truck is hurting today. And uh, and I'm unhappy about it. You know, I, I lived for nine years in New Jersey. I lived for nine years in Cape May County. I lived for nine years at the beach. And... So the reason I don't live in New Jersey anymore is we were basically chased out by the taxes. So my my heart bleeds for my New Jersey listeners. You guys pay some really bad taxes. I get it. I know. So um, my hat's off to you. And... It got me thinking because, you know, we have problems in Delaware, too. There's a lot of construction going on. It seems like every time you turn around, they're closing another road. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm talking really bad about your roads, New Jersey, but there's so much construction going on in the state of Delaware that if they close one more road, okay, no one's going to be able to go anywhere. I mean, they close multiple roads at the same time. And if they close one more, we're all under house arrest here in Delaware. Honest to God. So, we have our share of problems here in Delaware. And we do have some roads that are really bad. Pennsylvania has a lot of roads that are bad. When people who live in Pennsylvania start passing around a meme on social media that shows uh, Jack and Rose from the Titanic... In a water-filled pothole, and they're making they're they're making fun of PennDOT. You know the roads are bad in Pennsylvania, so they have problems. And then, of course, you know if I talk to anyone I know in other states, they would say the same thing. There's problems. There's pockets of issues. There is there's an infrastructure problem here. And so, this is one of those those things where I say, you know, on this show, I want to talk about things that matter to us. Things that matter to us uh, on a daily basis. And having decent roads to drive on is important, not only to us for our sanity. I don't know about you, but I get very, um, I not, I don't want to say very, I but I do get enraged when I'm constantly driving over nicks and minor potholes and broken roads and stuff like that. On any trip, let alone when I'm bouncing around on the road for two hours. I do get enraged. And so we have to we have to invest in infrastructure. And I've been saying this for a long time on, on the other show that I used to do. 
it was a hot topic every now and again, and it was one of those things where you know, we uh, I, I I talked about how they just let it go, and they say that uh, you know that there's no jobs. I mean, there's a lot of jobs in infrastructure if they just spend some money on infrastructure, not only for our own sanity, but your car is taking a beat. And now you have a lot of car repairs going on all the time. That's not fair to you as a taxpayer. You're already paying these taxes. I mean, New Jersey collects so much tax money that they should invest in a time machine and go in the time machine and bring some engineers from ancient Rome back so they can teach them how to make roads in that state that don't fall apart every 15 minutes. That's what they should do with all the tax money they get. Because they're butt-raping you for taxes. And when highways... When when transit departments or road departments or whatever it's called in your state, dot here, pen dot, nj dot, when your dot does things like raises tolls for bridges and highways and nothing changes about the infrastructure and the way that the roadway is cared for. What are you doing with the money you're raising? The Delaware Turnpike, Route 1, okay, on Friday evening until Sunday evening, the price triples on for the tolls. Triples. Let me say that again. Triples. Okay, now, of course, even at tripled the rate, it's still cheaper than the Delaware Memorial Bridge, but you pay $4 once. If you go down Route 1, you're going to pay $3 twice. So it is actually more expensive. But now I will say this in slight defense of, of Del Dot. Okay, Route 1 is not that bad of a highway. They're, they Now they're going to make, they're looking into, and they're going to make some adjustments because of the section that is very vulnerable to crashes because of idiots. But... That'll cost some money. But when I look at how the tolls go up on the bridges, coming from New Jersey back into Delaware, or vice versa, uh, when I look at how much it costs me to go to Baltimore, down 95, which I won't do again. I found alternate routes. But when I look at the amount of money that we're being charged, and I'm driving on roads that feel like I'm driving, you know, I don't know, down a mountainside, then I start to wonder... What are you doing with this money? Where's the money going? It's just like if I am if I am renting, if I'm paying lot rent, like I do, if I'm paying lot rent, and the roads are broken up, there's a pothole here, or there's uh, you know a lamp, a street light that's bent at like a 40 degree angle, my yard is sinking. What am I paying higher rate, high, higher rent for every year? Why does my rent go up every year, but I see no improvements to the, the, the property? It's the same thing, right? So we need to work on infrastructure. We really do. We have to work on that. And uh, we need to do something fast. This can create jobs. I mean, I don't know what you guys are doing with the money that you're making, you know. Uh... But you need to put it where it's needed. And and if that means you need more people to do it, which you probably do, then by all means, you got to do what you got to do. So 
Uh, weigh in with your thoughts. Love to hear what you think about that on Facebook, facebook.com. Uh, Just go to at JM Talk and leave me your comments on infrastructure, how the roads were you're at. I mean, let's, let's get a discussion going about that, okay? So the other thing I want to cover before I get the break, and then and then I'll the th- I said I had three things. I'll put the third one in the last segment with the wombat. The other thing I want to cover is um, I read an article this week, and it makes me laugh. I'm gonna have some more tea. Are we ready for robot bartenders? Think about that. Robot bartenders. Why? Do we continue? And I don't know how to stop this. This is the problem. I said it before. I'll say it again. And I'll continue to say this. We need to slow down with technology. We're allowing technology to get too far. Too fast. I say that all the time. It's going to be like a famous quote in 100 years. So... With everything else you're reading about with technology, artificial intelligence, robotics, machine learning, and how it's coming into our lives really fast. Now they're studying on how they can make robotic bartenders. And if you've ever seen the movie Passengers, that's what I envision, obviously, is a humanoid-looking robot that's on a conveyor that just goes you know, back and forth across the bar and can spin around and get the drinks and spin around and get the glasses and whatever, you know. But why do we need this? Why do we need this? So now we're going to put bartenders out of work. We've already put a lot of people out of work at McDonald's with uh, machines that take your orders, your kiosks. That's not certainly robotics, but it's technology anyway. Now, instead of having four or five cashiers, now there's four or five ATM machines, you know, where you can, where you can put your order in, order in to withdraw some food. So now we're going to replace bartenders? I mean, what will people do when you're finished AIing the shit out of us? What will people do to make money? You know, that's what, that's one of the things that concerns me. What will we do for money will we any of us have a job you know i've already said that social media has been creeping up and taking our personal side away from us our personable skills our meeting people skills our talking to people skills our face-to-face conversational skills and now humans someday We'll be able to go into a bar and order a drink from a robot. I mean, can a robot give you advice on love? Is that going to be possible? I I just don't like where this is going. I'm okay with the... In fact, I'm not even okay with the AI. I was, okay, I was going to say, I'm okay with the AI with the security endpoint software because it's trying to learn you know, what the hackers are trying to do. I'm, I'm still not fully okay with that. But it's coming. And then when I think about this robot stuff, I'm thinking the same thing. What can we do about it? It's coming. What can we do about it? It's like the cloud. There are still people that don't like the cloud. But guess what, Larry? What are you going to do? Everything's on the cloud. What are you going to do? Get in line, buddy. You're going into the funnel. Same thing with this. 
this story presents the question for me. Can we stop this? Can we stop robots becoming bartenders before this gets too out of hand? But I already know the answer to that. The answer is no, we can't. The idea has been set, put out there, someone's researching it, money's being spent, and guess what? What you and I think does not matter. Get in the funnel, buddy. We're all funneling in to where we're going to have all these robots. We got cars driving themselves. We have dolls that don't have sex with you and talk to you afterwards. And now we're going to put robots behind a bar to pour your drinks. This is too much. This is too much. This is already, folks. This is already. I'm not, I'm not talking to you about the, uh, the description of a sci-fi movie I saw. This is happening now. Uh, I've talked about the sex dolls on the show, the bartenders, the AI. I keep telling you, I'm only about 20 episodes or so into this new venture, and I've already told you about three or four things that should not be handled by technology and robots. So really, what am I telling you? What I'm telling you is you have no choice. You have no choice. So... I, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think it's right. I think that the money can be spent on a, why not spend the money on research to cure diabetes or AIDS or cancer? Oh, that's right. That's right. There's no value in curing something today when you can make billions of dollars over somebody's lifetime. Providing them with drugs and pharmaceuticals and med- medical procedures and whatnot that just keep them hanging on. I, forget, I, I keep forgetting how it works here. So, but imagine what they could do with the technology if they if they put it in the right areas. I mean, why don't we have technology looking at that? I saw this gr- I saw this great video and it, but it was a concept video. You know what I mean? It was like CGI. And um, it was it was interesting because it was this truck. I'm going, to talk, I'm going to talk about two videos real quick. One was about a truck that actually went around and fixed roadways. Since we were ta- just talking about infrastructure, let's let's go back to that. And it would take out a circle or a square around the damaged area, and then it would put a new piece in, and it would just move on. And you know, it was totally autonomous. Um, and 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 this is what it did. And then another concept video I saw was of a piece of fire apparatus that could actually extend itself, again, CGI, extend itself over traffic to get somewhere quickly. And not only would it do that, but it also had the ability to extend many, many floors as a complete unit, as opposed to putting ladders up on buildings. So think about that. That was a concept CGI video, two of them. Now, I don't know uh, what that means in, in, in terms of are we going to have that? Because I can see that being much more valuable than robotic bartenders and sex dolls. I, you know, I, I see much more value. The, the birthday girl, you can hear her. The birthday girl's getting on the show. <laughs> Molly's getting on the show. The show is going to the dogs, as my producer would say. So, uh, you know, we have these we have these concept videos. I'd like to see real videos saying, here's the prototype. You know, and then let's go forward from there. Here's the prototype. 
you know, a machine that fixes potholes and, and problems in a roadway. Can you imagine every highway department having a fleet of them? You know what I mean? Uh, cities being able to fix city streets and, and quickly. Now, and, and that doesn't necessarily replace construction crews. It might shrink your construction crew because you don't need as many people, but you still need people to monitor it. You know what I mean? And uh, so I'm not in the... I'm in no way advocating let's get rid of more humans out of the workforce. That's not what I want to do. But if we're going to have these uh, all these advances in technology, why do why don't we put those advances in technology to some good use instead of looking for ways to ruin the social atmosphere of the human race? Which I think is what these things so far are doing. I mean, you know, there's there's some other great things came out, you know, uh, well before I went on the air with this program. Uh, you know, they're making uh, they're making heart valves now and 3D printers. I think that's great. I mean, there's a lot of great things they're doing with technology in healthcare. I get it, uh, but let's step the game up. Let's step the game up. Let's knock the pharmaceutical companies down on their asses a little bit. And let's look at some advances in curing people, curing diseases. We can we can do that. The money's there. The money's there. If you're making sex dolls that feel real, look real, and will talk to you, then money's there to put where we need to put it. Hands down. I'm telling you it's there. The money's there. So, anyway. I want your thoughts on that, too. Share your thoughts. Listen, get on Facebook, okay? I'm not a robot. I'm a real person. Come talk to me on Facebook. Leave me messages. Let's talk about this. How do you feel about robotic bartenders? Would you even go to a bar where the servers were all robots? I mean, would you do that? Other than going once as a novelty to see this garbage? Would you frequent a bar like that? I don't know. I wouldn't, but I'd like to know if you would. So visit me at Facebook at JM Talk. Twitter at WQYB Radio. And we can discuss it. We can talk about that. So, any whoozy whaty. Um, so, here's the deal. Uh, JoelMahalik.com, that is the website. So, come and join me online and check out uh, all the uh, offerings. All the offerings. I'm offering things on Facebook. I'm offering op-eds. I'm offering news about the show. I'm offering all the shows right on the front page. And you can go check them out and share them with people, download them on CD. My producer used to download them and listen to them on his way to work in the car. That's commitment, brother. That is commitment. So check it out, joelmaholic.com. That's where it is. When we come back, I got two wombats for you. Two wombats, and I want to talk about uh, some really interesting tech going on. And gamers, if you play ARK or similar open-world survival stuff like that, listen up, because you're going to like this. I'll be back right after this. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? 
PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the show, folks. The show that never ends. Uh, I'm just kidding you. This show ends in about 20 minutes or so. So uh, it is the Joel Mahalik Show. I welcome you back. Thanks for sticking with me. And you can continue to stick with me at the website at joelmahalik.com. That's where you can download all the episodes or listen to them right there on the fly. You don't even have to download them. You just show up at the website and you can play them one after the other, after the other, after the other. The built-in player is right there. Hashtag just press play. So that's where all the fun is going on. That's where I spent about half of my week, to be honest with you. Uh, nothing too creepy about that, is it? <laughs> Join me on Facebook at JM Talk and at Twitter at WQYB Radio. So, uh, welcome to the last leg of the program. Uh, I'm glad that you're here. Thanks for hanging out. I want to talk to you about this great piece of tech. Now, this is something really exciting that I read about, and it's exciting for me on different levels. I'm, I'm a bit of a gamer. I don't game as much as I'd like to. I think I might have said that about a thousand times, so it might sound like it's starting to be, sound like a complaint. But one of my games, one of my jams, is Ark Survival Evolved. And uh, not PvP, okay, PvE. Per, P, person versus Environment. Uh, I think it's, uh, I don't know. I, I'm just not into the PVP as far as that goes. You know, there's a lot of other things going on and you're trying to do things and you don't need people just coming and smashing all your stuff down and whatever. Anyway, so if you're PVP, I'm sorry, it's not my, my gig, but here's the thing. Obviously it's set way back the dinosaurs. There's something very modern about it because somebody put you on this place you got this jewel in your hand, and there's these towers that obviously are very alien-like. So there's a little bit of way future, I think, mixed in with the, way, uh, the dinosaur era. But here's the thing. On this game, if you've ever played it, and if you, if you haven't, here's the thing. You have to gather resources from the environment around you to survive. You gather wood and stone and, and thatch and berries and whatever. You're making walls and huts and doors and... Uh, armor to protect yourself, clothing, you know, all kinds of stuff. You're using the resources around you, right? That's basically the crux of it. And so one of the things that you gather that serves many purposes is kitin. I believe that's how it's pronounced. I'm I'm sure there's like five different pronunciations. I'm going to call it kitin. C-H-I-T-I-N. Some people call it chitin. I I, I think it's kitin. Uh, Kitin is a bipolymer that's found in discarded crab shells. So, in the game, you would go around with your spear that you made out of wood and stone, and you would stab these uh, ancient crabs that look like part crab, part lobster, part horseshoe crab, part, you know, whatever. And they run around a beach, and you stab them until they're dead, and then you hack them with a pickaxe or a pick or an axe, 
to get resources, including meat and maybe oil falls off of it. And, and of course, their shell gives you katin. And from this katin, you can make uh, some different, more modern type appliances for your uh, uh, ranch or castle, whatever you're building. Or you can make stronger armor. So the armor is like either it's, you know, cotton muslin type clothing, or you can elevate yourself to um, leather clothing, and like made out of hide, or you can elevate to something like tin. And each level is stronger. So that is so that that's one of the things about the game of Ark. And so here's where this is exciting to me. Okay, researchers from Georgia Tech have developed a solution made of katin, a bipolymer found in discarded crab shells and cellulose from trees to create a flexible, strong, compostable alternative to petroleum-based plastic. The researchers are saying that the material is a more effective gas barrier than traditional plastic, meaning it can keep items fresher longer. While the material is not ready for prime time, the development comes as corporations and local governments move to reduce or even ban single-use plastics. This is exciting stuff. This is something that is awesome. It's important to us because we do have a problem with plastic trash that's not biodegradable. And now you're talking about something that can replace that, that's compostable, so it's biodegradable, and it's a better gas barrier, keeps items fresher longer, yeah, the the funny thing about this is, is when you make things out of katin in the game, it's serving the same purpose. So, it makes me wonder as I tell you about this: Do the, do the researchers from Georgia Tech do they play Ark? Do they play Ark and they're like, "Hey, I got an idea. Let's try this out. Let's see if this works for real." Because you know, you can go online. It's really funny. You'll have you have people who have a lot of money and a lot of time. They'll they'll make. You know, you've heard of cosplay, right? People dressing up as their favorite characters from their games or whatever, or movies. It's called cosplay. Then you have people that will design their backyards to look like the games they play. Here's my real real world arc. Here's my real world Minecraft. And they're doing this in their backyards. You know, this is like the advancement of people setting up HO train sets in their basement. And so, I'm wondering if some of these researchers from Georgia Tech play arc or something similar and thought to themselves what can we do at katin think about it horseshoe crabs dying all the time okay a lot of the crabs we you've heard of soft shell crab you know what that is that's a crab that just shed its shell so whether these creatures die or shed their shells or whatever purpose you've got discarded shells that can be harvested and therefore used. So this is this is pretty badass. <laughs> so I'm just wondering. Like I want to know more about this story. And I'm going to try to keep an eye on. I'm going to uh, actually I'm going to set up a Google alert. I've actually never done that before, but I'm going to set up a Google alert based on that because I'd like to know how they're doing with that. Like they say, it's not ready for prime time. How far off are you? Because we really have a problem with trash, which I talked about in another show. And this would really help. This would really reduce the amount of plastics. As I said, 
a lot of governments trying to do good. They're trying to reduce single-use plastics, if not ban them altogether. There's cities like Chicago. They don't let. They, you're not allowed to have plastic shopping bags in the city of Chicago. You have to have reusable shopping bags. So, this is cool tech. This is advancement of technology that I can get into the passenger seat with you. I will strap in my belt. And let's go for that ride. I'm there. This is cool. I like it. That's what we need. So I, I I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna definitely do a Google alert. I just think it's so cool how I I feel like, and this is why I want to do more research on this. I feel like this idea from Georgia Tech was born from a game somewhere, if not Ark. Somewhere, something, it was born from that. I just, I, you know, the, I, I have this really strange feeling. That's what happened. So, okay, I'm trying to watch my time on two different clocks. I'm being very unsuccessful. So let's move on to the double wombats. I have to take another drink. Sorry, folks, it's hot in this studio. It's hot. I pers- I'm working my ass off for you for this show. Okay. I got to take smaller sips. I'm almost out. So the first one I have for you is actually a bit older. It's a couple years old. It's from 2015, but it keeps resurfacing because it's really, really odd. Okay. And it's from Florida. And it's a video that shows a man who claims to be a neighborhood council official. Okay, whatever that means. He's got a walkie-talkie on, and he's got some sort of device. looks like a tricorder around his, around his head, around his shoulders. And he's talking to an unidentified male resident who happens to be African-American. He's a black male. And he shows up at the guy's house in Pinellas County, Florida. And he says, I'm only here because of the odor. I'm only here because of the smoke. Okay, what the problem here is, is a resident was having a barbecue in his backyard. He's having a cookout. And the official who's on the video holding the clipboard says, I can smell it. I can smell it again right now. And I'm not on your property. Because they're down by the sidewalk. And he continues to tell the guy, you're allowed to have it you're allowed to have the smell and the smoke on your property. But he says, when I'm on the street, that's when you're it's creating a violation. If I can smell your barbecue while I'm on the street. Let me, let me say that again. If I can smell your barbecue from the street, then you're violating. Violating what? I mean, what does he expect? Does he expect... The guy to put a dome down around his property to keep the smoke and the smell of the barbecue in his on his own property. He finishes up the conversation by telling the resident that barbecue smoke cannot cross property lines, and he was citing a county rule. Barbecue smoke cannot cross property lines. Let me tell you something, folks. The reason that this is from 2015 and still makes Wombat of the Week this week is because this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. 
I didn't know that you could not have barbecue smoke or odor leave your property. And I don't know how a rule like that winds up on the books anywhere. But we will get the video, well, we'll get the link that has the video out to you on the Facebook page. So you have it. So you can see this idiocy, this idiocy of this story. And then I'm wondering, stop by Facebook because I'm wondering, have you ever had anybody tell you that you can't have your barbecue scent drifting onto the property off of yours? And apparently these complaints came from down the street. Really? This is what I'm talking about. We're not even good neighbors anymore. We're not even good neighbors with people anymore. This is terrible. So anyway. Oh. We got a link that has music. That's okay. I know a way around that. (laughs) I wish I had this when we had the other show. Because I used to always fall into that trap with links. But now I have a way around it. Except that it didn't load the way I needed. What's going on here, folks? What is going on here? I promised you a double whammy. A double wombat whammy. And now... The whole link went away. This was good stuff. I had to find it from another... Oh my. Can you believe this? Alright, bear with me, folks. This is where... um, This is not good. I'm telling you to bear with me. This is the worst thing that can happen. Is radio silence. It's the worst thing that can happen. It's like I lost internet or something. I just don't get it. So let me get it from a different uh, source. Same story. Maybe um, a different source. Wow. This is terrible. Um, Okay. No, that's not it either. Man... I had to talk to my producer. He actually sent this one in. I can't get actually a good link on that. It almost makes me think it's fake, but it's all over the place. It's about a judge that forces high schoolers to share showers with the opposite sex. Um, so let's see. Uh, here we go. A federal judge ruling that boys must be allowed to use girls' restrooms and showers and vice versa. So the judge who insisted on calling... Her he discounted all claims of other students that had that they had about privacy, even though they, according to the judge's ruling, say that they experienced embarrassment, humiliation, anxiety, intimidation, fear, apprehension, and stress. That's a lot of things for kids to go through. The principal, according to the judge, informed them that the facilities may be used by any student regardless of biological sex. And the judge criticized... <clears throat> President Trump's reversal of uh, President Obama's instructions to school districts for not offering guidance on the issue. See, we, we just have to stop this madness, okay? Um, I don't... It's a fine line, right? It is. And I don't have the time to really get into this on the show. But isn't it a fine line? Because, you know, you don't want to upset anybody. But I just kind of feel like... If you were born with a penis, use the men's room. And if you were born with a hoo-hoo, use the girls' room. I don't know. 
It's it, it seems like simple biologics to me. I understand you identify differently, but biologically you're not different. Okay? I sympathize with how people have feelings and I know there's a whole new world where if somebody wakes up tomorrow and they feel like they they uh, identify with being a toaster, then I should let them identify with being a toaster. But what I'm saying is if there's still biologics involved here. So whether you feel like you're a toaster or you feel like you're a girl, if you're still shaking a thing around when you pee, you need to go do it in the boys' room. Because biologics are involved, okay? And you just need to go to the right place and do the right thing. I don't know how else to put it. I don't know how else to put it. As I said, as much as I sympathize. Okay, I get it. You feel like whatever you feel like. And, you know, this has been going on for a long time. Not to this stage where we now have federal judges saying, well, it's okay for boys to take showers in girls' rooms or vice versa, whatever. That's that To me, that's going too far. But this whole thing about people realizing, hey, I'm a, I'm a man trapped in a woman's body, vice versa, and they go and they do something about it, okay? And they even change their biologics if they can afford to, you know, it, 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 if they're that extreme, if they feel that much about it. Okay, that's been going on. All my life I've been seeing that. I'm nobody. I have no reason, and I would never judge anyone that feels that way anyone that feels that you know they're there's something else they feel like something else who am i to judge you but when it comes to this issue with our children in schools and really frankly anywhere else for that matter biologics play a larger role in that aspect of it biologics take first place Okay? If you're shaking a dangalang, you gotta shake it in the men's room. So, I don't know how much sim- much more simply to put it, but this judge is definitely on the list as a wombat of the week. Somebody has got to step up and stop that this part of the madness. This This can't go on, people. This can't go on. When the child grows up, you make a nice living, you want to change yourself to the other sex, by all means. But the fact that, the fact that the schools and judges and the government and whoever the hell else allows this kind of behavior to happen is damaging to society. It is. And it causes problems. Biologics are involved here. When it's time to go to the bathroom, when it's time to take a shower in a public shower place, your biologics are what's important. And that, the biologics are how you make the decision of what door to swing open when going to that room. That's all I got to say about that. So there's your double whammy wombats of the week on the Joel Mahalik Show. And it brings us seriously to a crash and halt here on the program, too, for the week. 
Uh, again, I want to wish uh, my puppy dog, my fur baby, happy birthday. Seven years today, Molly. I'm on my way home from the studio, which is a very long walk. Uh, for uh, the rest of you, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the show uh, or tuning into the podcast, whichever time you did it. And remember, at joelmahalik.com, that's where you can listen to all the shows and get some other offerings by yours truly. Also, visit me on Facebook at JM Talk, Twitter at WQIB Radio. I would be more than happy to uh, have you discuss some of these topics from this or any other show uh, on the Facebook. Let's let's engage in some discussion. Uh, and make sure you send your wombat stories to wombat at joelmahalik.com because I need your help. Send me stories of stupid people doing stupid things to the email address, and it might make it on the show. That's exciting, right? Anyway, folks, listen, have a good week. If you work four days a week instead of five, I'm really upset now if you do. But anyway, join us again next Sunday night. I'll see you then on the Joel Mahalik Show. Good night, everybody. <laughs>